0: Welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're going track by track, song by song, through all of Weezer's catalog. Um, I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute,
1: and I'm Zach Fracking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log. How you doing, Zach? Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, the first beautiful day <laughs> since since we are all quarantined. Uh, so, so I got outside, so did some yard yeah. work. So if I'm out of breath. That's Stay in your yard. Right, we did. We did. Don't worry. Uh, there, the neighbor kids like came to our driveway, oh, no. and you know, I, I wasn't thinking. I'm like, oh hey, and then their parents, I, I, you know, Zach,
0: I I can see you wearing. Have you seen that picture of the the of the of the dress? The six foot out at the bottom. No, I could see you wearing. <laughs> <laughs> a very much, not not a dressy dress but you know a thing a, like a plastic hula hoopy thing <laughs> oh no i'd go all out i'd make it
1: a ball gown make it a petticoat have you oh, worn really? a petticoat oh, like okay. that eric okay. uh yeah. when i was in little women the musical uh <laughs> i i was playing i played john brown i think was the character name i don't know i they asked me to do it like i, I three saw
0: weeks the movie before. the recent movie but i, I haven't can, seen I it, uh, it. it. Uh,
1: meg's husband um yeah. And, uh... I don't remember Meg. <laughs> <laughs> that's the old that's one. Bad. I think it's on Watson. <laughs> oh, okay. Or, wait, no. She was Joe. Was she Joe?
0: The main one's Joe.
1: Right. Yeah, oh, no, no. Yeah. I, I, uh, that's uh, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, Meg, the, old, the oldest of the daughters, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A- anyway, so I, I'm like, oh, my God, I want to try on one of those petticoats. So I, you know, tried it on. It is terrible to kind of figure out how to move around in that thing. It's <laughs> awful. Um... Yeah, but no, we, we've been joking at the library that we're going to use uh, um, yardsticks. Each of us have our own yardstick.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> as long
1: as, you know, we don't click, we're fine. Yeah, um, right, yeah. It's so halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> it's halfway to the... Right, exactly. Like, you, you, you would tape it to your chest, and then you would kind of turn that's with nice. it. Um, you see, this image doesn't work well for, for an audio podcast, but imagine I have my hands upon my breasts, and there. Eric, what are we talking about today? Are you clothed? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. for just me and the okay. microphone. Skip that, skip that.
0: <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, we're talking about the eighth track from Maladroit called Place the Blade, originally. <laughs> now it's called Space Rock.
1: I don't nothing about this song makes sense. Oh. So, um, that uh yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Well w what, what'd you think of this
0: one? No, uh yeah, I mean it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good rocker, you know. It's 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 not real heavy, but you know, and that's that, so that's the one thing I read. I, I I did not pick up on it, but I can kinda see little bits of it. That I read that, that uh, apparently um, uh, Brian, Brian he described the song as Spaceman 3-ish. Mm-hmm. And I know I know that band because they the one guy of the main two guys for that left and he's the main guy. He's the only main guy for the band Spiritualized, which I love. So I haven't, I can't, I've only listened to a couple tracks I think of Spaceman 3-ish a while ago. Or, or I'm sorry, of Spaceman right. 3. <laughs> um. And, you know, this, this, I, I can see little bits of nods to, I, I think, between what I heard then and, and, and what I know is spiritualized now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that, but, but it's, but otherwise it's just, a, it's just, I think a it's a pretty good rocker, you know? hmm It, I, I mean, yeah. Mm-mm. I've never heard of Spaceman uh,
1: 3, by the way. Yeah. Uh. In any way, shape, or form of that's that's the first time I've ever heard of this, but uh, it's it's an it's interesting. I it it, it kind of like Connor was saying uh, last episode about how mm-hmm. like the last half of this album is very experimental. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you see that really, you know, with burned it to jam and uh, the and this one too. You know, it just it's all kind of like. Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna do what we want here, and I I mean it doesn't sound like any kind of space rock music, you know. Like there's there's not not a synth in sight, you know, and uh, it's ugh. you know I, I I wonder if this was just kind of like a leftover from songs from the black hole that they decided to put on
0: here. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: um, but it just it, yeah, yeah, it's okay. You know, I'm. I have no strong opinions one way or another with it. Honestly, I, I, it. I never understood what he was saying. He was a little breathy the entire time until mm-hmm. I looked at the lyrics. Um, but you know, otherwise, the, the music's pretty good. There's a good solo. It's short. You know, and that's a lot <laughs> Uh-oh. of this.
0: Uh oh. Now, now we're getting back to the green.
1: <laughs> well, but that—that's the thing with a lot of these yeah. uh, back half um tracks b-sides i guess we should say um that you know i mean going back to what connor said that these kind of sound like demos like this is a demo album Mm -hmm. um and that it could have been a little bit more polished like the first half is extremely polished and really well done and then the second half is kind of starting to get you know like yeah kind of like they were rushing it out Mm -hmm. um (laughs) But I, I mean, like, I, I don't hate it. Like, I'm not going to skip over it. It's, it's an interesting song. It feels like a segue to a different thing. Like if this was a a musical, this would be a, you know, one of those in between scenes when they're trying to move giant set pieces or something,
0: Hmm. which,
1: you know, when we write our
0: Weezer musical, that's what we'll do. Um, you mentioned the lyrics, and you know, I would I would have to agree that I really probably did hardly understood hardly any of it. But, but when looking at them closer, you know, I do see that in that verse two, you know, they're pinning you to the boards, mm-hmm. and so I'm always looking back. It seems like it blue or maybe Pinkerton. In this this case definitely Pinkerton um, with butterfly. You know that. Mm. Uh, that struck a chord for me that uh, of reminiscence of. Hmm. So, I mean, it it seems like he's pepper, you know, he's peppering in as, as he continues on. And if we ever find that we're lacking in kind of seemingly these references to the past, I wonder if that's going to be for a, you know, a way better album or maybe a way worse, you know, or if it's just a mix. Yeah. Well,
1: and I, I, I mean, like, kind of looking at it, looking at different reviews, that it's, uh, the the song was rewritten quite a bit, um, and it it represents a lot of what Rivers was feeling at the time regarding, uh, his fans. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to cry when you're dealing with the kids. That makes sense, you know? Um, it, like, if you're thinking of the audience as your kids, um... And then also, they know it all, and then they're pinning you to the boards. That's essentially him saying, well, the fans apparently know better than me, and they're trying to stick me to where they want me to go instead of where I want to go. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that that's, uh... It's a game, and you'll play, but you can't have fun when all you do is say lies. It's, uh... The demo lyrics are, are pretty interesting as well. Uh you want to die when you're speaking to the blind, which I mean, that could almost be again, the same, the same kind of basic idea of, you know, rivers feeling he's being boxed into a corner, but like, uh, maybe not blind, but like a tunnel vision, uh, of, of fans of like, you we, we want, we, we don't want green. We want something more like blue and Pinkerton, but they're, you know, two completely different things. And, um, you know, and he's just like he just wants to give up. You know, this is not a love song. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, so it's uh, it's it's an oddball out with it not being a love song. Yeah, yeah. For this well, and album, I think.
1: you know now that I now that I'm like looking at everything here. Yeah, okay, I like the song a little bit better. You know, kind of thinking about it because it's like it almost feels like a. You know, again, kind of that transitional Song So it's almost It could be referencing how he feels When writing the Green Album You know oh,
0: yeah.
1: uh, hmm. And especially if you're Talking about You know, Butterfly being pinned to the board Hmm Very interesting <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Um, the, the, so another, a, a big thing musically that I heard is our big old, uh, left channel, right channel. <laughs> the, 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 the first two seconds of that guitar there is in the right channel only. Mm-hmm. Um, and that same riff, it comes back at the end of like the ooh, ooh, oohs, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's still at that point, it's only, it's only in the right channel. Now at that point though, I think there's, there's a good bit of other stuff going on. Uh, mm-hmm. too but, yeah. Um, but it's, it starts off all by itself, <laughs> very clearly <laughs> heard for me, right? Yeah, my headphones. See, and I I always because
1: I never have time to actually prepare for these things. <laughs> um, you know, even though we say weeks in advance we're going to record, uh, when we're going to record, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do I'll do my homework that you know, and then I'm like, oh crap, I have to record today, so I just listen through my phone, uh, at the dinner <laughs> table usually, um. And I'm like, hey Joe, you wanna hear what song we're covering today? <laughs> What'd you think of that one? Um She did not listen to this one. So mm-hmm. but just just so you know. Mm-hmm. But uh Yeah, that's about all I got on this one. Yeah,
0: right. I don't have much more. Yeah. I, I mean it's I, a short I, I song. Do, that, I do highly recommend though, spiritualized. I mean I I don't know as much about Spaceman Three, but Yeah. Y'all should so, like, uh I explain. mean especially, especially their, their their I think I think it's their defining album uh ladies and gentlemen we're floating in space you should try first that's one i heard first that's for sure i mean
1: it goes right along with space rack
0: it's kind of shoegazy a little bit but it's also
1: describe their music shoegaze
0: please shoegazy yeah it's kind of what Shoegaze, well, that's that's a it kind of comes out of the nineties. What does that even mean? You know, especially you know the, the, the bands that did it the most that uh, like are special Pumpkins and Blue and My Bloody Valentine. Um, but you know, and, and this is mainly a band uh, okay. from the aughts, um, Spiritualized, and. You know, it's, it's, it's the idea that people just, when, when they kind of dance, is even done in the Simpsons when the pumpkins were on Simpsons, you know, all the kids in the, in the crowd of, at a concert of theirs, they're all just like mm. damn near looking down at their shoes and, and just, just barely shifting as a dance.
1: <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. Okay. Now everything makes sense to me now. Okay. So I would enjoy them.
0: I I would hope so. I, you know, I'd be yeah. surprised that anyone doesn't like some of their songs at least. Well, I mean
1: that goes for any band. Well. Come on, Eric. <laughs> I even like some Beatles songs. Jeez.
0: All right. Well, and and, and even a yeah. uh, um, uh, 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 sister podcast on the on the network, PantheonPodcast.com. dot uh, com. No filler. Uh, they just did a one of their like sidetrack, I think they call episodes. After after they mm-hmm. covered uh, smashing pumpkins, then they then they covered uh, spiritualized. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And they, they they I'm cover, glad you listened. They didn't to... cover the whole their whole uh, discography. They, I think they focused like on their first album. I think which I haven't heard that that okay. much of. But uh... I'm glad you listened to the podcast on the network. <laughs>
1: I feel bad. I need to start listening to more. But <laughs> I just you know, when you get a good audio book, you can't you can't stop. <laughs> uh, that would be where I would segue into an Audible ad
0: yeah. if we had
1: one. Um, so, uh, okay, here here's a dynamic ad in case we get uh, an Audible thing. All right, Eric, be quiet. Okay, that should be enough space for me. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, uh, who covered this song, Eric? Um, well, of course, there's the Weezer cover project. Uh, you know, very, very much. Just acoustic guitar and no lyric, no uh, vocals, uh, uh-huh. and sometimes they do. And I, I can't recall if I listened to this one or not a few days ago when I was doing the most research. And um, but sometimes they, they sometimes they seem to replicate the vocals, you know, guitar wise. Mm-hmm. But other times they're not, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm kind of getting a little over <laughs> checking them out all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, they're probably not going to cover the vocals, and that really rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> Um, right. But um, so then, uh, the only other thing I found just on YouTube um, was uh, this one 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 uh, I'd say kid, but he's probably late teen, early twenties. Um, um, and I, th- I think he's I think he was fairly well covering it. You know, he wasn't. There there was definitely some drums and so forth that was being done by someone else off outside the video. You know, mm-hmm. whether it was it could have been you know isolated from the from the real recording or something. I don't know. Edited a little bit by him, um, but um, uh, Sam Hales was his name. So uh, I could Great post that if, if anyone's interested, or maybe not. <laughs> if Jeff's interested, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's about that's about it. So you want to? You wanna, do? We want to move on to our
0: ratings? I think so. So 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 Zach, what would you rate this song? Space um, rate. I'm going to give it a six point five. Yeah. I don't
1: think it's. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great. It's just kind of eh. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's what that's what I'll go with. And what about you,
0: Eric? Um, I'll give it a seven
1: point five. Oh wow! Look at this guy over <laughs> here. Take look a, take a like, like I said,
0: I mean, it's just just it's just got this nice nice general feel. It's not too aggressive, it's, but it's not too. It's 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 nice coming off of burnt jam. And mm-hmm. you know that with that as as uh, you know as as I mentioned Bell and Sebastian and that's that's a whole indie pop you know that I'm you know there, there's plenty of other bands besides them like the Shins and Decemberists and stuff like that 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 mm-hmm. uh, but but it most it most exemplified Bell and Sebastian and their vocals I think to me but um, but uh, this one is just a nice ramp up and, and I think we get a, get a little more hard rock in the next couple songs or so. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so this sure. is a nice well, in, fill, you know in between, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's it's that's nice.
1: Well, I mean that just that that's opening good. riff it tells you it's you're into something a little bit different, mm-hmm. you know, than yeah. than what we just had. So um well, that's we we did it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm Zach Fraggingsmith. You can follow me on Twitter at the informal log.
0: And I'm Eric Nash. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Lucky Mustard. Uh, but you can also catch uh, my other couple uh, Movie by Minutes shows, uh, Watchmen Minute and Almost Famous Minute. And like I said, uh, I mentioned the uh, Pantheon podcast before, and Almost Famous, and this, this show are both on the wonderful uh, Rock and Roll Pantheon Podcast Network.
1: Yeah, pantheonpodcast.com. You can check them out also at Pantheon Pods on Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, which I highly recommend, uh, you can follow us at Feels Like Weezer. You can join the Feels Like Weezer Listener Society on Facebook. You can also just like us on Facebook. Just give us a just give us a little like. Just go click. That's all you got to do, um, and we would be forever grateful if you could leave a review. On iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite uh, podcatcher of choice that allows reviews, um, it really helps out the show, and it's completely free. What weird! Um, so, uh, but if you do want to spend money on us, you can check out our Tea Public as well. Uh, there's a link down down in the in the com in the uh, in the the show notes that you can you can take a look there. Uh, we got some. Oh, hello, child. She likes that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has, has, she, has she gotten a little feels like Weezer, you know, little T-shirt? Not little yet. Little I didn't t-shirt? even think
1: about that. Maybe I should. Well, I mean, we're 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 having a child in August, yeah. so maybe I'll get a little feels like Weezer onesie, feels like onesie, um, whatever those oh, little man. kids things are, clothes are called. Yeah, they're called onesies. I don't know those <laughs> terms. Well, I mean, unfortunately, I I think you have to special order yours uh, yeah. if, if then when they make them in your size.
0: Feels like Welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're going over uh, all of Weezer's catalog track by track, it's on my song by um, song. And today we're going over the eighth track from. I'm sorry, I'm doing this wrong.
1: <laughs> and I'm Zach
0: Fracking Smith. Yeah. <laughs>